What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Sith Council. Big thing episode of Sith Council. It is Wednesday, coming off of episode five here of Obi-Wan Kenobi. We're going to talk about it. Mikey Chickens, still not in, in uh, studio. This time he's got a good excuse. His, um, his asshole fell out of something. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's the one curse. I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> but it's me and Steph on this show today. Um, ready starting up. Pretty good. Sorry, kids. Um, I hope you're having a good day. I'm excited to talk about this episode with Steph. And make sure if you haven't already done it, please subscribe. Hit the uh, hit the button there. Like, share, do all of it. We got a lot going on. And and the in the link to the description, we have the podcast feed, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere podcasts are found. It's very important. It helps the show tremendously. If you can support the show that way, please do so. All right, let's get into it. It's I'm going to do it again. That's the Sith Council show. Let's do it. I can feel your anger. It gives you focus. Makes you stronger. Perfect. Look at that. Just seamless. Seamless. Welcome back, everybody. It's the show. It's the big thing at Sith Council. And I'm joined by the one and the only... Steph Sabrop, Red but Sheridan. still intact Red over Sheridan. here. Way to go, yep. Red Sheridan. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Sabrop, you, nowhere you to be stinkers. Found. <laughs> I mean, I'm really crushing it today, Steph. <laughs> I've been killing it. So look, look. See, look. Wow, it's like look you're, a force, you're a force ghost. Yeah. It's really good. Look look at that. Unbelievable. Let me, yeah. let me, let me fix this up. Oh, for the hell of it. I almost I'm stopped. Switched. I don't know. You know what happened is that we just finished filming the, the Big Thing episode, and... I was like scrambling, and what happened? I wound up putting the wrong. Uh, I can't. I can't even find your damn graphic now. <sighs> uh, this is annoying me. I can switch seats. No, don't switch seats. I'll, I'll. I'll. We'll figure it. You know what? I'll do this better for now. Yeah. I just gotta find your as as we talk now. I gotta now. I gotta find the damn asset for uh for you. Uh, how you doing? <laughs> doing all right? Yeah. Good. You're you're being wildly entertaining this morning oh, thank per you usual. So much. I appreciate that. Um doing fantastic actually. It's beautiful in LA. It, it's nice. It is it is nice. Watch this stuff. You want to see something amazing? Yeah. Okay, watch. Watch the magic. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, Badoosh. Wow. Just like that. Oh, I'm good at this. Bada bing, bada boom. Are you watching the, the offer by the way? No. Should I is it yes. Italian mobster? You, you would love that show. Oh wow. I just got what, Roxy on it. What's it on? It's on Paramount Plus. Okay, you got to watch it. That's okay. the next one. But that's not what this show's the about. Office. This is this is about um, this is about Obi Wan. It's episode five. Um, and what? All right, Steph, we're gonna do what we did last week. I'm gonna ask you what you thought, and you're gonna tell me what, what you thought. I thought. I, okay. Yeah. So let's. Uh, but before we even do that, the, the, I want to talk to you. And by the way, this is spoilers if you haven't seen it. Um, we talked about the Hayden Christensen flashback scenes since before this show even aired. Satisfied with them? I want more, but yes. Yes, same. Um, what about, but what they didn't do was the de-aging. Yeah, yeah. So this was, this was my version of the de-aging. Can you see it on the screen? That's what I did. Uh, what do you mean you did that? I made that, I, I de-aged him. He, he, he does, that's not how he looked in the damn show. In the damn yeah. Show, whereas in the damn show, he looked like that. Yeah. Um, like he looks, like look at the difference. For So would you have preferred that? I would prefer him looking young. He's supposed to be 18 years old. Yeah. Like, look at... Or like, 20, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, 20, 18, whatever the hell he is. But that, that's the side-by-side. Side. And it's like... And I, I did that on my phone. And so you can... Lucasfilm couldn't have done that? 
I think they're trying to find a, a happy medium between Luke in Mandalorian season one or they didn't season do anything. two. No happy medium. They didn't do anything with yeah. him. You don't think there was anything? No. I thought there was some. No, dude. He's, he looks like a he looked like a forty three <laughs> year old man. But it doesn't take didn't take away from the scenes. The scenes the scenes were great. I just um. Go ahead. Tell me what you thought about the show overall. Okay. I loved it. A lot stronger than last yeah. episode. Probably my third favorite episode. Okay. Uh, maybe my second favorite episode. Still up in the air. I thought the pacing was really great. I loved the character work more than more so than ever before with like the side characters. Yeah. And then getting a flashback, I would have been so unsatisfied if we left the season without one so yeah. i'm so happy about that and right off the gate to start the tone like that and then i just think that we continue to see darth vader being the like the worst the best worst ever yeah like a, a, like a horror character yeah yeah so they did a lot of great stuff in this episode um you want to try to guess my, yes. my issues first Okay, your issues. I there was another slap with. Oh, um, I just see that. Wasn't it? Tala. I, it, 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 the, the slap. <laughs> hey, whoa, 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 whoa. It, it didn't bother me as much. Okay. But but it was yeah. It was it was there though. She she's the 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 queen she, of slap. She's the queen of slap. But that uh. But yeah, that one didn't bother me too much. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to think. Um, leaving the idea of how she they left um Organa's. Oh oh oh. Oh yeah, and how Rev is still alive somehow. She it's doesn't not somehow. I, I tell you exactly how she's alive. They stab her through the stomach and they go, all right, we're going to leave you alone now. Why? Why did they leave her there? Yeah. For what? For, Vader leaves her, let, lets her go basically twice? So, okay, what? I am, I, that was the first thing I said when I was doing like a live watch. I was like, how is she alive? This doesn't make, why would he ever leave her alive? This man is the, like the, decapitating people. The both of them left alive. The, Grand Inquisitor oh, just yeah. doing these. Hey, I'm alive, <laughs> and he and he says to her, he goes, "Revenge is amazing. What revenge will do too, but I'm gonna let you live. See you later." And then walks away. It's like why? Why did the two of them let her live? And the answer is because we want her to turn good in the next episode because she's gonna. She now knows where Luke is, and she's gonna be the one who helps out Obi Wan at the end. You think? Hundred percent. It's telegraphing it. Well, I know I can't tell though. Okay, so what in regards to leaving her there, I think the only reason I'm okay with it is because it plays to the idea of this man. Darth Vader didn't even bring out his lightsaber with her. Like well, the he, disrespect he is so real. Amazing when he was. Uh, go, go ahead. I'm gonna play some of the images. While, yeah. While so uh, it's like from the get, he was setting the tone that she is so minuscule to him. Yeah. He she's been on his radar and she's so not important. It's such a non-issue that he. A, doesn't care if she's alive. B, has kept her alive even though he clearly knew she was a Force-sensitive youngling. And B, didn't even... And C, didn't even bring out his lightsaber. So the reason I'm like, okay, he kept her alive in the same vein that he didn't even pull out his lightsaber for her. Yeah, I mean, sure. But it's like, why are you going to... If if you haven't... If you know that she's causing a problem, she's running... She just tried to kill you. It's like... You tried, but now you're dead. And I thought what I'd said in the in my spoiler review earlier this morning was that I thought it was such a nice setup for everything they did with her, with her showing because they and it's a great what they do with Anakin and Obi Wan is so well done in this where they're having this conversation where this is before Clone uh, yeah. Attack of the Clones, yeah, because he's got both his hands. So he's he's having that fight and he's and he's still this is before all that stuff where he really leads with aggression and attack the clones before he finds out his mom's dead like all that so and that's it's in there and Obi Wan 
reminds us, reminds him that this dude leads with anger, and that's what the what the what the dark side will do. Reva's on the same side of that, where she's chasing revenge, she's chasing power, mm -hmm. and her journey leads with. It, she's another one where she's doing so much right now in the course of um, five episodes. She's killed. Even though we didn't give a crap about that rebel pilot last week, she yeah. still kills the rebel pilot. She's Wade. she's been killing people left and right. She's been hunting after Jedi. She's been rotten this whole entire time, and so she's making these decisions that ultimately, you know, she even says to Obi Wan in this one, she goes, "You don't know what I'm capable of, right?" Because she's not there for anything except she's not trying to kill Anakin or 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 Vader to help anybody out she's doing it because she wants revenge yeah and that's like that's what that's the Sith way that's the evil way she's she's part of that whole thing but the Sith also know when they take that vow that what the Sith wants you to do even she's not a Sith I know that she's Inquisitor but she's still following the dark mm -hmm. side um they're chasing to try the Sith wants you to see if you're powerful enough to try to overpower them the rule of two anyway is that you there's one who has the power and one who craves it and when that when the one who craves it becomes more powerful then they deserve to take over that's what that's what the sith believe and even though again they're not sith they're still trained in that way so when she's out there doing and she has this whole thing where she tells him you don't know what i'm capable of and obi-wan uses it in his advantage and vader says as much vader says to him he was wise to to do it this way because he that that's how because it, it, it worked um so her journey would have been so complete at least to me where she goes she tries to do this and i love the fact she didn't put up a fight she tried but she's not going to put up a fight against vader who, who no. the hell's going to put up a fight against vader and she, what happens ultimately is that she gets um she gets she gets taken out and she gets taken out because here's the reveal of if what they should have done though is that if he would have stabbed her and then the inquisitor came from behind and also took her out like trust no one and then she was out, and that was it for her. And he's like, and should. like the last thing she saw was the Inquisitor. Yeah, and, and then and then a, and then a even a more tragic thing of then playback to Anakin doing the same thing of like in the temple because I thought that stuff was powerful. But like, and then that's it. But her like them going, all right, we're just gonna leave you to die now. See you later. It's like what? And then she finds the thing from Bale. It was just kind of sloppy. Yeah, they wanted to keep her alive. I, I, I'm hoping the one good thing is that there's things that she's done or said that I feel like have gone answers so yeah, far. Yeah. And we have more like clarity and like for yeah, this character. Yeah. And so maybe there's something there in the next episode. But I would say my biggest, even though I'm loving this series, my biggest criticism is kind of the easy decisions like that. Yeah, to like well, move the plot That's what forward. I'm saying. They're teeing it up. That's why, that's why I think they're teeing it up because what they have set up in this episode was that I mean we already knew it from the second you see that opening scene at least we did we that that she was one of the younglings yeah they bring that back and say yeah that's that's what happened she's got this revenge for it but if you notice in episode three when Vader cracks the kid's neck she's not okay with it she looks up she kind of like is her, her face is noticed like she's got a soft spot for kids um and even with Leia like she's she's trying as hard as she can to get the information out of her and then all right take her to the torture thing but she's trying i think there's going to be something that happens ultimately at the end with these kids she can't she can't do it and she's going to wind up you know being the good guy that saves the day i i think it's a bad choice but i think it's i think it's ultimately where they're going to go with it i thought that her journey 
ultimately following the dark side for revenge and like that's not proving the point of what george lucas showed in the beginning there is hate and anger will give you power and will give but it but it will not give you the satisfaction and i think that would have been the lesson instead of doing well but yeah everybody gets to turn good again and it's yeah. like, that's just what happens every single time. It's like, I thought it would have been such, like, when, they, when, when Vader stabbed her, I'm like, oh, okay, they're going through the actual journey of, of, of the consequences from following this life path. What they're going to try to do, I've, I hope I'm wrong, but what it seems like they're trying to do is, okay, well, you can basically do a whole bunch of crooked crap like, you know, Vader has done and Kylo has done and everybody has done, but as long as you just do one act at the end, audience will forgive you and you're, you're going to be a good guy at the end. And that's, I think it's lame, but yeah. yeah, no, I hear you. I, I think I'm curious to see what they do in the last episode. I'm hoping it's more of a really quickly. She's the reason why Vader didn't find out the location or the existence sure of Luke, but then leave it at that, you know, and then go to the other plot hole, which is the main one, which is Obi-Wan and Darth Vader. And that's the stuff that I loved what they did in this yeah. episode. They, 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 we, talked about this when when you and i did our reaction to the trailer was that the way that they sold me on this movie years ago was that scene in return of the jedi that i've mentioned a billion times over to the audience is tired of hearing it but it's obi-wan once thought as you did and the way that they sold it was that they were going to play off that relationship of obi-wan saying okay the dude's still out there and because of that line i i was thinking he would go, I got to try to get my boy back. I got to try to figure it out. From where we're at right now with Vader, there's no way that he's going to try to get him back. Nor should he. Because in, in the last episode, I have one conversation. Come on, buddy. Come on back. And he's like, no. All right, fine. Let's fight. That's probably what's going to happen. But this was the episode I think everybody was waiting for was Vader so tuned in on revenge and getting this dude and, fun, and, and being tunnel vision side, the, that whole thing. Um, and I was hoping that was something that we were hoping to see from the, from the get and with only one episode left on 36 minute episodes, it's like, what are they, how long do you think the finale is going to be? I think it's going to be an hour. Think so? Yeah. You, I do. You hope or you think? I think it's going to be an hour. Okay. I really do. I have a, I have a good feeling about that. I but hope you're right. The Obi-Wan and the Anakin Vader stuff this episode to me was pretty epic yeah. because what you were saying, like the storytelling of exactly that scene where they're training and you always, at least me as a viewer, I've always undermined Obi-Wan's abilities because he's softer with yeah. it, less aggressive, long game instead yeah. of the short game. Certainly played that in this episode. And then yeah. he played that yeah. where it's like at the end, you think Vader got the ship and then they duped him. I love that part. Yeah. Yeah, too, I, when he like is pulling down the ship because we've only seen that with Palpatine and Ray. Well, he did that. He did that in um, Rebels. I thought at one point. I'm pretty sure he did it in Rebels. Mm -hmm. um, Maybe in the later seasons. Yeah, I think I'm it was. The, I think when he did it with didn't he? Didn't he do it when he first showed up with Kanan? Oh and, yeah, and actually, Ezra? you might be right. He did it when he first showed up, but uh, my uh, I, it was the, in the second season. Yeah, oh, first or second season. I can't yeah. remember. Either way, I remember the one thing that. I will say about that I asked about um, on, and I and I don't have a, a gripe with it. It just why didn't he do that to the Falcon in Empire Strikes Back when the Falcon was? Oh out? yeah, you know what I mean. It's maybe it was just too fast, got out there in time, and it's like I don't have a gripe with it, but because it, it's just too damn cool to to see. Like when you look at where is that particular shot? It is so 
it's incredible. It's like something you see, like we were just at Celebration, and I talked about this earlier today. Um, uh, that's when he took Rev, Rev out. But, I mean, the Reva stuff, the fight itself, that, that scene, dude, when he's got the, two, sa the yeah. two sabers, and then he just tosses one on the ground. He's like, yeah, come on. He's just like toying with he's her. Like, I don't even need this. No, he's like, he's like, he's like you're not. You, you, yeah, it was, I, I really enjoyed that scene a lot. Um, this is it. So, oh, shit, I'm sorry. I'm trying to find all the, all this stuff. I can't. Oh, that's the be that's the beginning of it or the end of it anyway. Uh, this shot here, this is such a great shot. Like this is something. These shots here are like this is what you see at Star Wars Celebration. Like the art, like that looks like if you saw that stuff at like a booth at Celebration, you know, you'd be like, oh man, imagine if you ever saw that in, in like yeah, in yeah. It's like builds an action. entire story yeah. in one shot. Yeah, look how great that is, and it's and he came in like just pissed. Yeah, and this pissed. to me is such good storytelling because it's like it surprised me. Whereas a lot of the choices, even though I I like them, they're not surprising me. Yeah. And it's so fun when you're getting surprised yeah. over what their decisions and choices are. Yeah, and I thought so. I thought that they did that pretty well with with that, and and that's why he's just that. That's that's why it just it, some of the inconsistencies like where he comes in because he, he's he's coming in hot. And he's furious, and that's why he's able to rip the. First of all, pull the thing down, rip the things from the side. Those is devastating, and then they duped him. Like, and and they and they kind of go back to that moment where he's when Obi Wan tells him, "You gotta, you can't be as aggressive. You gotta look around at all sides. You can't just lead with what you're leading with with this aggression." And and it ultimately again bites him in the ass. And I loved all that, but then he's that hot, and yet he just. Let's Reva live. He's messing with her the whole time, which I thought was phenomenal. And I loved the choice that they made with like he's he's like using martial arts force. Like he's a yeah, great. Like that the choreography, everything about it. It was just the end, and they didn't really explain how the Grand Inquisitor survived. She's like, yeah, I'm alive. I'm good. I know. I know that we know about the two stomachs things, but like, but they didn't tell anybody that. No. Um. But the other stuff that I liked, I thought Camille was great in this episode. Mm -hmm. Thought he, they they used him in a in a way where he wasn't overbearing in that Marvel type of way yeah. O'Shea Jackson Jr. what they do like so the stuff again with Talon and so she I think that the reason why I cared when she died in this episode is because of how good of an actress she is it's another reason I think that these 32 minute episodes are playing a disservice to the characters you could have built her out more you could have given her and the droid same thing I like there's that clearly was a Rogue One type of moment but K2SO had way more time for us to get attached to and did more and then that, yeah, we only got one other scene with. When that. you almost knocked the yeah. thing out with the with the, the hammer, it was it. Yeah. And it's like you know, it was it was a sweet moment, but it was the same type of non-attachment with you know the 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 rebels that that died. It's like, well, who were they? Why yeah. do, why do I care? Oh, everyone's sad. Well, I'm not. I don't know who that person is. Same thing with the droid. It's like, oh, that that was nice that the droid did that, but like I, I don't have any attachment to that droid. And that's that's the stuff that the show's doing. That it's that's. It's there. That's the bummer of it all. It's like it's there, and they're just not spending enough time with with it. It's just kind of it. And like the last stuff, I really liked too. And she, the, the respect of getting up on that ladder, dude, because they don't. She's not doing a lot in this episode. Where it's like, okay, here's a, they got to chase her around, and she's doing. It. She's just doing the tech. She's that's her skill. Yeah. Why was the droid evil though? I thought it was just a tracking device. Um. I oh the that thing that they have on it yeah. has um the ability, yeah you can take control of the droid if oh, that's that on it, it so i think the droid wasn't evil but warning her like something is on 
I thought that at that moment, but wasn't the droid the one that messed up the wires in the first place? Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, maybe yeah. I, I, I missed that if that was, yeah. I, I might I might have caught that moment. Yeah. Right, so but wrong, I like so. that, too, with Leia. I thought that was yeah. like a good use of her size and abilities yeah. at that time. That made sense. Um, so, you know, the way that this all led up in general, I thought was it, it – it, it was it was good. They haven't done anything with um with the other was it the, se- the thir- third brother? What's 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 who's the guy with the with oh the seventh brother? Condom on his head. Yeah. yeah. The se- oh yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah. yeah. They haven't really done anything with no. him. No. Uh, he's. I don't even think he's ignited his lightsaber. No. Um, he's just like pissed the entire time. He probably will in the next one. Maybe yeah. Because they're probably all gonna. You would assume that now we know for people who were worried about rebels retcon. Yeah. Well, uh, clearly the Grand Inquisitor doesn't doesn't die, and he's going to be back. And and even even that dupe of giving her the the pin of Grand Inquisitor, like Vader was toying with her the whole time. I love that. Um, I also love the fact that she calls out. She says to Obi Wan, she's like, "He's going to know that I'm going to do this," and he's like, "Obi Wan's like, nah, not really." And he did. Of course he did. Like, Obi-Wan kind of set her up. And Obi-Wan's the king of manipulation. Yeah. He's the king yeah, of Yeah. He Does, really did was, like, made her feel like it was going to be okay. You'll be all right. Do it. And, then, and he, she was his decoy, essentially. More or less. And I think he was trying to help her out. But, like, you know. And then with Bail Organa saying all these other things, like, hey, I haven't heard from you in a little bit. You're like, Seth Sabra with her phone. Like, what's <laughs> what's going on? But, um, Bail, why are you dropping your kids' names and locations? On this, on, tr- on, this, on this, thing. this thing, but it's it's things like that. Yeah, it's like that was such a new move, man. It, yeah, right. It's like it, I'm it's, gonna be in tattooing at 4:15 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> right. Don't tell anybody, yeah. and and or at least self destruct this message yeah, immediately. Yeah. Don't, don't throw it in the sand. Yeah, or give it to Kamel. Right. It's like thing. It's like it's like little things like that. It's like, and I think one of the bummers is that I'm I was I just like fired through Stranger Things season four. Have you watched it yet? No, I'm not. I'm on season three. Okay. I'm almost done. And it's just like this season, the season four is just like masterful storytelling. So cool. And season four is as good as the first season. Damn. It, the first season to me is by far the best out of same. the first season. For me, for Stranger Things, it was Stranger Things season one is was the best. Three was second for me. And then the second one was okay. Um, four is on par with, with one. And and it's it's really good, and they spend enough time, and they develop everything. And it's like there's a couple of things here and there. Anytime you spend that much time, you have a couple of nitpicky things. But for the most part, just really good storytelling. Um, and it's like, and and as I said to uh, Roxy and Brett, who were in here before, I wasn't even excited about that show, season four. I'm like, okay, it comes out, I'm gonna watch it for sure, like the other three seasons. And this show, I was like, okay, can't wait to see what they're gonna dive into. And and it absolutely has a lot to do with expectations. There's no doubt about it. But it's also you can't you also can't I, I can't anyway turn my head and say that the writing is phenomenal on this show. And I love Deborah Chow. I don't I I think her best work was on Mandalorian. I think there's a lot of directing choices in here that are not phenomenal. Um you think directing over writing I issues? Think, um, I think writing is the is the major, yeah. Because there's a lot of stuff directing wise that she does that I think is very good. Some of the battle scenes, like the the fight scene between Riva and Vader, was fantastic. There's a lot of things that she does that's really good. Um, but it is also her choice, from what I gather, um, the music major misstep. Not having any of the, the 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 they I've seen a couple different scenes where they've put. Vader, like the Imperial March to certain battles and things I'm walking in. This is only nine years before we 
meet him in episode four. Like, why wouldn't he have that? The emotional impact. They put just a little, and, and, they, the, and the other tease is that they teased us inside of the first trailer with the Battle of Heroes, that score, and the Duel of Fates is in there too. And there's none of those recognizable themes. That's what and like, well, we wanted to make on our own. Kevin Kiner from Clone Wars and Rebels did a perfect blend of the original themes plus new themes and blended them all together. I love the new Obi-Wan theme. I think it works really well. Um, it's just, there's just, and, and even if you blend some of the new stuff, but to not have any of it, like when Vader shows up and not to have the dun, 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 it, I think it's it, like they used it in Rebels and it worked really well. You lose the power, you lose the emotion. I think not having the music in this series was a major, major uh, error. I, I, I think I understand why they were trying to do it. They were trying to give the composer the same thing that Ludwig had to where Ludwig could create their own things. But the difference is Mandalorian's a character we never knew before. Yeah. Um, so, and, and I still think it's a, it was a misstep when they didn't use the, the force theme for when Luke showed up the first time. Mm -hmm. I know why they and didn't. Mandalorian. Yeah, in the Mandalorian the season, season two. And the reason why they didn't do it is because in that particular scene, had you played that theme when he still had his hood up, it would have given it away. I get it. But you could have, I mean, they played it a little bit when he showed up. At, they played it a little bit when he showed up. They don't play anything in this series. Maybe they do it in the finale, but there's none of this music. Um, but like I said, I think, and I think that if you would have added the music to this, because this episode, I think is as good. I mean, I think this episode, story-wise, is better than the third. Um, I think that the third was pretty great when you see him. For the, I think the reason why people love that third one so much is because you see Vader really show up and wreck shop. And but this is this this combines everything that we hope the show would be. It's just there's there's more there's more good in this episode than there are than there is bad. At least in my opinion. Yeah, definitely yeah. for me. But I the music things are the things that I don't necessarily pick up on. But I agree with. I'm going to show you yeah. before you leave today because I don't want to get a copyright um, thing, but I'm going to show you someone recut the episode three fight with with actual music from the prequels and Imperial March. Far superior. Far superior than than, than what they do in, in three. But I, it looks like most people are on board with that. But, uh, again, there are some people who say, nah, let's go with the original music. I'm curious where, where the audience uh, stands on it. So comment. Um, would love to hear your thoughts on it. Um, before we move on, we're gonna, we'll talk a little bit more about Obi-Wan, but we also have some shows. Taika Waititi has a, um, had some statements about his new movie that's apparently coming out at the end of uh, 2023. Yeah. What? Um, <laughs> all right. Let's get into um, Athletic Greens. I've told you about Athletic Greens. Steph, you've been using it yet? I had some. It was really good. I right? need more. Yeah. There you go. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I was shocked. I told you. And it's really, really good stuff. I love it. And for those people who aren't sure what Athletic Greens is, it's it, it just gives you a nice boost. And I'm not a big uh, vitamins or supplement person. Uh, and and, I, and I, I got a good one here. It tastes good. I wanted to see what the hype was about because Brett kept raving about it. And I've been doing it for months now. And Steph will tell you, we was, I was walking around Star Wars Celebration with my water bottle, shaking it up. And I had, <laughs> I had energy, man. And it doesn't, True. and it looks like a grass drink, but it's not. It's like super, it's, it, it, it looks like it's like a super healthy drink, but it's, it's like a fruity, fruity drink. It's amazing. Um, you take one scoop of Athletic Greens, and I, like I said, I put it in a water bottle, shake it up. You get 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, superfoods, all of it. So I consume it because I like to get that boost of energy, man, and, and that um, and that fruity taste. It's really good. 
and I give it to like I just gave one to Steph. I gave one to Roxy before. It's uh, it's lifestyle friendly. It's it, it, vegan, dairy free, gluten free, all of it. It contains less than one gram of sugar. There's no uh, nasty chemicals, no artificial anything, and it still tastes pretty good. It costs you less than $3 a day where you invest in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. You invest in an all-in-one nutritional insurance, and it has over 7,000 five-star reviews, and it's recommended by professional athletes. And right now, if it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, just one scoop and a cup of water every day, that's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. So to make it easy for you, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash big thing. That's athleticgreens.com slash big thing. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Uh, yeah, once again, guys, if you are able to and you want to support the show, that's how you do it. It helps out the show. And it, you help out yourself, too, by the way. You get some Athletic Greens. But go in the, the link in the description and check out athleticgreens.com slash big thing. All right. You guys, are you playing with the emperor over there? <laughs> Thank you, Steph. You've made this old man's life. Nice. Do it. Do it. <laughs> um, all right. Anything else that we need to talk about with episode five? The main. I'm, I'm going to go through some of these pictures real yeah. quick and then we'll shift. But, I mean, uh, that image is so good. So cool. I, mean, I almost want to make that the... Uh, the thumb. I don't know if this is too big of a spoiler, but did that once for, uh, I can't remember what it was, for one of our shows. I put the an image up and be like, ah, nice spoiler. Oh, I love Whatever. that shot. That's my version. Um, yeah. But yeah, all this stuff that they did, and see, look, see, he just, he doesn't look 20 years old there. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he looks like. Yeah, he looks, I mean, looks, he still looks good. To- I mean, we're talking about Hayden Christensen. Yeah, he looks good. Of course he looks great. But I, he's not twenty. No, he's not twenty, and and I don't know if this is him the whole time in the in the outfit. But this, and even this moment that's going on with her when she's, you know, they they, they deem her the Grand Inquisitor and all all that. It's like, it, it it works out. This this was definitely the most layered episode for sure. It it, it was, and I think that the, the one thing I will tell people is that if you're not on board with it and you, and you just hate the show, and I said this before. Instead of complaining about it, just don't just don't watch it anymore. Yeah, because you're not gonna. You just I don't think it's gonna win you over because you get these stupid comments of like, well, you clearly you people clearly just love everything. It's like I I clearly don't love everything. Um, from if you've listened to this episode, but I'm enjoying what I'm watching because I'm I'm still I can take a lot of the stuff out that I that I enjoy. This scene, by the way, I really enjoyed. I want to know whose lightsabers these are. I'm yeah. sure that there's some video out there that's gonna tell us. Oh yeah, match them. To I'm people. sure. Yeah, like I don't, I, 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 I can't tell that kind of stuff. But even like no. this, this was emotional. He's got the, he's got the robe and and all that stuff. There are some really great moments inside of this this whole particular thing, and then the continuing the flashback of, of this, you know, this, these shots of them. And they, I'm sure that this to them was very nostalgic to to, the, to be able to do that again. This shot was great too, by the way. Uh, yeah, through the window, yeah. There was the like really cool Vader shots that yeah. had this like '80s nostalgia feel, and even late '70s. Is yeah, way, I mean, and so this is where when when we're talking about Deborah Chow, I think she's a fantastic director, and even though I think that she the, the stuff on Mandalorian was was better, there's some stuff in here that is like this. This was straight up an homage to to New Hope. You know, like the this is the first image a lot of people remember from ever seeing in Star Wars, mm-hmm. and like she she recreated that and she did that kind of stuff. And by the way, and I mentioned this too, Steph. This is also very um, this whole se- sequence 
of them being locked in is very Last Jedi. When they're remember when they're when the rebels or uh, the resistance is all tied in at the end of Last Jedi, and and the First Order's coming after him before Luke saves him. Oh this is, yeah, this was very similar to that. Because you know, then they come in and 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 all this stuff was. I mean, the imagery here, the, the, like this type of these types of things, like this shot was was great. Yeah, and, sick. Yeah, and she's coming in like. Oh, the uh, one nitpicky thing. Yeah. When she's like talking to Obi-Wan about the door. negotiating, not even through the door, when then they met up when he went out without a lightsaber. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's stormtroopers all around them. Yeah. And they're not whispering. <laughs> oh, You're right. telling me the stormtroopers don't like the drama? Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, there is, there is there's stuff like that. This, this, this shot was great. Yeah. Yeah. Poor girl. Yeah, I can't believe. And. I mean, that was pretty dark storytelling, yeah, especially in, like, today's time. Yeah, 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 that she was, sure. like, had to fake dead. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah. Yeah, it was tough, man. Yeah. It was tough. And, but, like. Yeah, Tala rocks. Yeah. Great. They, the, see, they gave her more time to breathe, though, especially with, like, the 14 marks on her gun right. for the 14 people. Right. So there's more depth to that character and why, like, was sad that she was going to die, even though. We always knew she was going to die. Could have gotten some more from her, but yes, I agree with you. Um, yeah, and then uh, I think O'Shea Jackson Jr. was great in this, and then we just we get through it, and that's uh, and that's it. Yeah. Um, but I do want to talk about a couple more things that aired on, um, or that they ran on Star Wars Newsnet. This Taika Waititi thing. I want to read. I want to read about that because there's a who the hell is he? I got some. Oh, there he is. All right, so Taika, he had something to, something to be said. Um, where the hell is it? A Star Wars Visions comic to tell a new story from the world of the duel. That's cool. Oh, that's cool. It's yeah. one of my favorite episodes. I wish he would have gotten to meet my buddy. Yeah. When he was there. He was, I saw him briefly at Celebration. All right, Taika Waititi is creating original characters and stories for his Star Wars movie. Mike Kalinowski would be happy to hear this as well. Mm. Taika Waititi um, was asked about his new movie. He was recently interviewed by Total Film to, to promote Lightyear, and the topic of the movie was brought up. The director said that he's creating an entirely new ensemble, ensemble of characters for his movie and explaining the galaxy with it. When asked about Kathleen Kennedy's comments from last month where she said that Star Wars needs to expand beyond the Skywalker saga, Watiti said the following, Look, I think for the Star Wars universe to expand, it has to expand. I don't want, I don't think that I'm, any excuse me, I don't think I'm any use in the Star Wars universe making a film where everyone's like, "Oh, great! What's the blueprints? The Millennium Falcon, and that's Chewbacca's grandmother. That all stands alone. That's great. Though I would like to make something new and create some new characters and just expand the world. Otherwise, it feels like a very small story." But he also revealed recently that he's still writing and developing the storyline of, of his movie, which is not great news for those who are hoping that they would begin this year. Kennedy also said that they internally they are aiming to release by 2023. Though they are not attaching themselves to that date just yet, a recent report hinted that the movie could be gearing up to film in L.A., which makes sense. The city has three volumes, and Watiti has already worked with the stagecraft technology on his episode of The Mandalorian Season 1 while filming the upcoming Thor uh, Love and Thunder. He's currently promoting Lightyear, followed by Thor Love and Thunder, so expect him to be asked more about Star Wars movies in the weeks ahead, and we'll always keep you updated on the latest. Thank you to Miguel Fernandez, who's the man. He did uh, Lightyear? He, he, he's a character in Lightyear. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah that's no, what I thought. No, he's the yeah, cat. He's no, no, he's not the cat. Oh. The cat is actually Peter Sohn, who directed the Good Dinosaur. Oh well, 
That cat rocks. The cat <laughs> is awesome. Did you see the movie? Yeah. Okay, great. Um, did I see you when we saw no, it? No, we, I saw it Saturday. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah it you was, saw it earlier. great. Yeah. It's yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, it's it's really good movie. But no, no, Taika Waititi plays the, um, he's the guy with the, that blows up the the suit. The, with the, with the. Oh, Zerg. Mowers. No, 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 no. Mo. He's like the. Uh, oh. One of those. Mo, yeah. yeah Mo. Got it. Oh, yeah. yeah. The explosives guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. The inmate. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, not the old lady. The. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, Taika Waititi doing it. this movie. It's uh, no. Um, I mean, if I'm betting. Yeah, there's no chance. What's what's the percentage that this movie comes out in December twenty twenty three? Fifteen percent, I'd say. Yeah, that's a lot higher than I. Would do <laughs> what I do you think? What do you think? Eight percent. How in the world? Yeah, there's no way. If he's still talking about writing his characters and writing his treatments, and he's got Thor: Love and Thunder is still working on, and that means the, no edits have been made. They haven't started shooting it. Yeah. They even started shooting it. So if you they haven't even okayed the script. No, it's like if t- TV's different. Like if they started shooting TV today, then you could probably get it. You could probably get episode one, two, and three out within a year time for sure. Movie's tougher, man. Especially with all the marketing, everything goes behind it. Year and a half to to get it done. No. And that's ho- yeah, that's with the idea that everything basically would be shot on volume. Right. That's what you. That ultimately, that's how you'd probably have to get it done. So if they yeah. wanted to to do that, but then I think that's. I think some of the audience. I'm not, but I think some of the audience is getting tired of uh, just volume. Just volume. Um, but yeah, but he. Lo- I mean, like Thor yeah. Ragnarok's like, isn't that like? Is all- it pure volume? I'm I don't sure. know. It kind of feels like it when you're. Maybe uh, and that's another one. I'm not sure. I got but this- I like what he's saying about expanding the universe because that makes sense. I don't know why you'd bring Taika on and then stick yeah. with Skywalker Saga. Yeah. He's definitely a type that has shown that he can expand universes. I think he did that with Ragnarok. I wonder where they're going to put it. You know, I think that I, I think that if they what they should try to do is is start to set up this whole acolyte period. You know, and, and combine, if you're going to combine a lot of the stuff that you're doing with Mandalorian and Ahsoka and all those mm-hmm. shows, try to tie in a little bit more with this High Republic stuff and, and see how that works out. Um, trying to think if there's anything else here that's, it's a lot of, a lot of Obi-Wan news. Um, the Fall Jedi, f- or, no, no, I don't know. There's nothing else. Um, let's see. Star Wars rumors, Acolyte will... Oh yeah, so this is this is one that we saw. Did we read this last time? Rumors Acolyte was gonna can, was gonna make canon of some of the Sith legends. No. So there's a rumor. This one is from Grant Davis over at Star Wars Newsnet. The team at the Disney Insider have shared some interesting Star Wars rumors considering the future of the franchise on television. One concern. Wait, excuse me. One concerns certain ideas from the Legends continuity making their way into the canon through the Acolyte, while others discusses a Disney-era Star Wars location. I don't need the Star Wars location one. I don't care about that. Um, someone said, so the Acolyte will be exploring some major Sith characters for the first time. Some people said Darth Revan. They hear they're going to bring into a lot of these Legends characters like Darth Bane, Darth Nihilus, Darth Malak, Darth Revan. I mean, this woman's going to be my hero if she does all this stuff. I mean, this is, yeah. this is the, the this sounds like you're not going to be able to get away. You're not going to pull me away from the TV fast enough. Um, I am. Um, I'm excited for, for for that, and I I'm telling you the one thing that does, and I don't like when people say this though when they when they go well that's the problem when you have it on TV sometimes it looks cheap 
and it's the volume and everything too. And I know Stranger Things is not the volume. Stranger Things is on location. Stranger Things looks like a damn movie. For the majority, I mean, there's one scene at the very end that seems a little kind of '80s CGI, and it was whatever. There was enough. Of, there was enough great stuff that I was pretty forgiving on this particular scene. But um, but there's some stuff in in Obi Wan that. In, in Mandalorian, it doesn't, but sometimes. But I think Obi Wan looks more cheap than, than Mandalorian does. I'd have to re. I'm. I can't wait for us to revisit Mandalorian. It's gonna be great. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're gonna do a full re- for yeah. those people. We're gonna do a full rewatch. Um, but like, here's the difference: is that you look at that scene with Vader when he's holding up the ship. That yep. looks great. Mm-hmm. The the fight with with Reva was great, and then there's other things that just look like. And again, you go back to that scene when Leia's running around in the woods and looked terrible. Um, they shot that weird, though. Really weird. Yeah, I also Get like, back here, you. That's, like, the one thing I would say, like, is the only time I was like, that was a director issue to me. Because if you rewatch it, the pace at which they're running makes zero oh, sense. How, do you, how can you not catch a, a, a child, a 10-year-old? She's under three feet, I yeah. think, at the top. Or she super, might be three feet. Super, <laughs> you can catch her easily. Yeah. It was, it's just like, yeah, it, 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 that's little. it's little decisions like that throughout this entire series that keep happening that it's like you know it's like i said i still i'm if i'm rank we we can do this after every episode um but i'm still i'm ranking mandalorian season two mandalorian season one obi-wan book of boba fett i still think this show's way better than book of boba fett yeah i'm Um, still on the same season mando season two obi-wan season one man yeah that's, that's There's just stuff in it that I love yeah, so I much. They give you a lot of great stuff. Yeah, like, you know, that they, I just can't. It's like I can't not. It's it's hard. And look, you're following on you and McGregor for the in general, but I think that they can really, they can really deliver. It. I, I'm hoping. I'm hoping you're right, and I'm hoping we get an hour episode. They're in a better place after today's episode yes. than we were yesterday thinking about the final two. I, I you know agree with I mean? you. I agree with you 100. It's like that. So Ryan, our buddy Ryan Nielsen, had texted me. He, and he's and what did he say? He said his overall right, guy. Well, his question was to me yesterday. He said, "How much pressure do you think is on Obi Wan to deliver tonight?" And I said, "Look, unfortunately, I think it's already lost the people that it needed to get. Like for the people who are skeptical about it, it doesn't matter how great that last that the last two episodes are. You're not going to get them back mm-hmm. for sure." And I said, "But I think that the you know the hardcore fans are going to be invested no matter what." And for me, I've enjoyed it, but the show has been a letdown in certain aspects. But that was before last night, and I still think that it's still there's a lot of things that, and I think that it's a letdown when you when you look at what the show I think ultimately could have been, you know, um, and more of that. And I was, I think I was, and again, it's always expectations, but I think I was wanting it to. F- Feel and link up more to that overall look and tone of what Mandalorian in Episode Four felt like. Like when you watch Mandalorian Season One, it feels like it's just part of the original trilogy, the way that it's shot and everything too. And I think that they were trying to do a blend of both the prequels, yeah, and and I, and, and it plays it play it plays that way for sure. Um, and that's just probably me just having one particular view of what I would like to see. And then, but again, it's very hard for me to. Look at that scene of him holding up the scene. And go, that's awesome. I mean, it's awesome. Yeah, the way that looked so. Yeah. But how much more awesome would it have been if you would like if if he's if it's flying if they out would have and you killed hear Reva. No, 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 not, not just that. If if when that plays out, if if he walks through and the ship goes out and you hear 
dun 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 yeah. dun dun yeah. it's like right like oh man it's like that's 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 his theme it's like the rock coming out and you don't play his theme yeah it's his theme song one of like the best themes if not the of all yeah, time yeah it's imperial march it's just, it's it's and i know people I, he didn't have it in episode 4 he didn't really get it until empire yeah i i guess but he had it in rebels so Leave me alone. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, it's I'm, I am I, I do want to see where it wraps up. I think that honestly, um, w- with six episodes, I hope that they wrap with a with a with a long episode for the last one. We'll see. And we'll see. Me let's, too. Let's see what my brother thinks of this episode. Oh wait, no, you didn't say it. Didn't say. Send him oh. the other information. But uh, he's he's he was so excited for this series. He's been really bummed by. Oh, it. Oh no. Yeah, I, I see. That's I'm not uh, there though. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. With, he's like he 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 ranks it under Boba. Damn. And he, and he was and he was looking forward to this more than more than anything. Like. Oh, yeah. that sucks. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't like where the uh, where the writing and the direction. Damn. Um, I I I wish there was more dialogue. I'm just yeah. Like, that's 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 these a, are that's the two major. most interesting characters I think ever. I think that's what where it where it lands the most for me is that the story is there. It just it's not. It, it just the, the character study of it and even i get what they're going for sometimes when they're playing like these um homage to ideas that have happened for like that whole episode four was just basically just hey here's episode yeah. four again um and instead of doing that to really dive deep into the psyche of obi-wan and, and anakin at this point in their lives would have been a little bit more intriguing to me and i think that that that, that plays and shows that that's fact when you see the response that the audience is giving you after this episode and there's only one left now so um we'll see we'll see how it how, how it pans out it's right around the corner so very curious to get all your comments everybody make sure that if you haven't already subscribe to the channel will you hit that button do all that um leave your comments your thoughts all of it if you haven't please get yourself some athletic greens I want to thank Steph Sabra for being here today. And Mikey Chickens will be back hopefully next week. Um, Thank you guys for everything. We appreciate you. And we'll see you on the flip side. Peace. I can feel your anger. It gives you focus. Makes you stronger. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.